What's up, everybody? Super excited to be back here. I'm Bo Crescetto, and this is Linton Daniel, and up, we man? are getting ready for season two. But before we get into that and the specifics, um, just wanted to kick it to you, Linton. You know, ha- Happy New Year. How yeah, was bro. Christmas for you? And I know last time we <laughs> did our episode, I challenged you to do something daring. And it sounds like you might have done that. So why don't you tell all the listeners, oh, you know, yeah. follow through with my uh, truth or dare challenge. That's right. I mean, I think last time we were together, I told you that we were making plans to go to Cancun and you were like, bro, you should go parasailing. And I was like, yeah, I should. I don't know. And then you were like, I dare you to do it. And you know how it is. If you dare one of the apes to do something, you know, <laughs> it's probably going to happen. So bro, I am definitely afraid of heights. I'm low key afraid of drowning too. So the idea of parasailing actually when, when we got to Cancun was like, I was like, I don't think I can do it, man. But uh, my, my brother-in-law and a lot of my friends that were there, a family that were there, we all decided to do it. So I, I got up on the boat, my wife, one of my kids, and we got strapped in and we flew up into the air. We're like 500, 600 feet off the air, just floating over the Atlantic Ocean and the Caribbean. It was amazing, man. Uh, and not only that, but my in-laws and my parents who are like 70, you know, late 60s, uh, early 70s, they strapped on and they did it too, man. So, I mean, it they went was- parasailing. Yeah, I mean and they're yeah. I mean they're 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 old. And one of my uh, aunts that was there, she's 85 and she went parasailing too. And so just to see all of us as a community give it a try. Um, I don't know, there's a lot that can be said there. One, you know, you gotta face your fears, you know, as as apes and the joy that hits everybody in the community when when just one person takes a step of faith and the rest go with you. Um, so the whole time I was out on the boat, I was like, man, man, Bo is going to love this. He's going to, he's going to tease me about it. So, uh, is that on Instagram? Can we see videos of that on Instagram? Yeah, bro. I put the whole thing on Instagram. So, so Linson.Daniel is your Instagram handle. Yeah. Linson. So go check it out. You can see Linson parasailing and his in-laws. <laughs> um, that's, that's hilarious, man. Congratulations. I'm glad you did that. I would have loved to have seen that live. Yeah. I would have you know, shot a, you know, something at you or messed with you. <laughs> well, thanks, um, for chal- thanks for the challenge and everyone out there, you know, take the challenge every once in a while. It's, it's good for you. <laughs> yeah. My Christmas and uh, new year's is pretty uh, low key. We spent a lot of time around my wife's family. Her grandma was towards the end of life and um, mm-hmm. unfortunately passed away last week. So that's oh, been man. heavy on our hearts. Um She's, you know, really close to our family, really close to my wife, helped raise my wife. So mm-hmm. that's been tough. Um, losing, you know, kind of the matriarch mm-hmm. of her side. Mm-hmm. So coming into the new year, a little with a heavy heart on that, but excited to be back doing this with you, doing this with all of you. Hey, as we head into the new year, we're going to start framing these episodes into seasons. And so we're in season two. Each season is going to be six to nine episodes. And this season, we're going to be talking about ministry in a season of decline. Um, Speaking of decline, uh, the Cowboys uh, had a terrible loss last week, uh, favored at home. And so did the University of Texas uh, Longhorns have a season of decline as well. So if anything is close to Linson's heart, it's decline. 
And so he's going to be leading us uh, into this season, not only with regards to sports, but in ministry and in all seriousness, Hey, this has been a hard yeah. couple years. Um, no duh, right? No duh. We we've all talked about it, but we want to talk about in the next six to nine episodes, just about the personal side of ministry and decline. Maybe your calling is fading. Maybe your faith is fading. Maybe you're thinking about quitting. Barna came out with an article in November that said 38% of ministers have thought about quitting in the last year. And if you are 45 or younger, 46% of us have thought about quitting ministry in the last year. I know I have. Yeah. Um, things have just been hard, difficult, frustrating, disorienting. So we want to talk about ministry from a personal side, share with some of our stories. Like how are we navigating uh, a season that's depressed, that's difficult, that has been challenging and disorienting for so many reasons? How do we navigate that personally as apostolic, prophetic, or evangelistic leaders? We want to encourage you if you're feeling those things. We don't want you to quit. Yeah. And on the second side of it or paralleling it, we want to talk about it on a more systemic level. Like what about ministry declining? What, what about if your church lost 50% of its numbers? What if your church closed? Um, I know an intervarsity nationally, uh, nationwide, we're down 60% on our uh, student involvement. That's not an uncommon story for many of you that are in ministry, your, your work is in decline. And how do you navigate that? And what's the role of the apostolic leader to, to move us out of decline and into breakthrough? What's the role of the prophetic leader, the evangelistic leader? We want to start to give some vision and some words and um, some encouragement around our roles in leading us out of seasons of decline or seasons that are, that are down, that, that are, that are tough, that are challenging. And so um, Linson, what do you think about that? How have you been thinking about that? How have you personally been wrestling with a season of decline, either in your own personal faith and calling or in the, in the work that you're doing with the people around you. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for queuing this up, Bo. And I'm really glad that you and I are just going in and talking about a season of decline and how uh, these gifts work in, in that, that type of season. So I really appreciate that. We're kind of coming head on, on these, on these topics. I also love the way you broke that down. I mean, it impacts us as apostolic, prophetic, evangelistic leaders, but what is our role when things are going down? And so maybe what I'll share personally for me is just the my personal um, kind of stress or emotions around it. I mean, uh, the weird thing about the pandemic and even the hardship of racial strife and all of that, all that compounding complexity that we are in right now is that ministry has fits and starts, you know, like you're just like in a zone, like, oh, we're finally out of this. And then everything comes crashing down. And, and you know, it's just like, it just turns into rubble all around you and you don't know what to do. Um, and so for me, uh, it's been tough, like feeling people get excited about church, seeing people come back and get involved. And then something just hits the community really hard, like a variant of COVID. And now all these people have it. And like all the momentum that we we're holding on to, it's just, it's dissipated. It's like, it feels like it's gone, you know, and, you know, ministry in a lot of ways has that Holy Spirit momentum and the people of God are, are all excited. And when it's gone, man, it's so hard to recover and it's hard to come up with the energy to be the person that's create, you know, uh, like helping create that momentum. And then, you know, 
you know me, I'm, I'm an innovator. I like to come up with brand new ideas. I like to think about new pockets of the, the city to reach and, you know, plant that. And though we have some work in that area, I mean, I feel like overall my desire to innovate, my desire to come up with new things has been dampened uh, by the, the season that we're in. And it's you just, just had to manage or you've just been in crisis mode. I feel like, I feel like I've been in crisis mode. Yeah. Um, and I think that depletes my energy. And when my energy is depleted, I can't get into a dream mode. I can't get into an innovation mode. Um, I also think we're so like hurting, like people are hurting so much that, you know, being in ministry, it's nice to have like a win every once in a while. But when when there are no wins and no no momentum building, uh, you can definitely feel it as a personal on a personal level. So on a personal level, I, I am feeling it, you know, and like ministry is might be going well. But me as an ape, I feel tired. I feel mm. like I want to be refreshed. I want to be renewed. And it's hard to find those spaces. Like generative energy is low in you. Yeah. yeah. Which is probably the primary energy of an apostolic. Totally. So yeah. that, that's tough. I mean, that's a, that's a season of, of downwardness for you yeah, or right. decline in your, your sense of energy or vision in that calling. Mm-hmm. Thanks for sharing that. I know, I know for me, the way I would say it is, and I know a lot of people weren't like this, but I was energized in 2020 <laughs> when coronavirus came, not obviously by coronavirus, but by the possibilities of ministry online, um, pivoting, the creative part of me, the innovative part of me was super activated. Like, okay, how do we do things online? How do we set things up? How do we reach people? There's more possibilities now. People are at home, they're open. And I just remember working really hard that year, um, even with my colleague, Ryan Mercer. We tried so many things. When we debriefed our year, I want to say we learned like almost 20 different technologies just because we were trying all this stuff and pivoting so hard. And I remember being really um, energized, the right word. Like I staying up late, couldn't wait to get back up in the morning, working on stuff. And I I felt strange in that, in that year, because many of my colleagues were not that way. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't think either one is right or wrong. It just, I was energized by the the possibilities of, of helping people um, online. And, and we were seeing some real success with that too. But when 2021 came and some of those things didn't fulfill or, or become fruitful the way that I was hoping and working so hard for, I feel like this last year, 2021 was really a discouraging year for me. My energy was low. I feel like I poured a ton out in 2020, expecting this like huge increase and there was just little increase. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like (laughs) I worked so hard and tried so many things and this is all that's come out of it. And the way I've been describing it to people is like walking through quicksand. It just feels like we're in a season where like the things that I used to see happen five, six years ago are taking 10 times the energy to see them happen now. And I'm like, I don't like this. This is not fun. (laughs) This is not energy energizing. I I would create it as like, just care. I I would categorize as I'm carrying around a lot of disappointment. Mm -hmm. And so if you can imagine with me and you're listening to this, like I'm at a high level of energy and creativity and hope. And then now I'm finding myself discouraged, 
and disappointed. And I'm like, how do I make sense of that? I've even been saying to some mentors, I need inspiration. I need to be around inspiring people. I don't have more inspiration to give. You all watching or listening to this are probably like, what are you talking about? You're you're leading a podcast on <laughs> inspiring apes. And I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to, but I don't always feel very inspired right now, especially in 2021. And what you're saying, Lince and I resonate with just the energy is like, how do I find that apostolic? Or for me, I'm so evangelistic. How do I find that energy Mm-hmm. to influence like I used to have. And I would say my power bar is low for anyone who's yeah. gaming. I'm like, I need some like, you know, power up solution <laughs> or, or medicine. Um, and I know you're screaming at me in the screen going, it's called the Holy spirit. It's like, yes, I know we need more of the Holy spirit. We need revival. So with that, we want to um, frame up today is just connecting with you in a way that says, look, we know ministry has been hard. We know we're in a season decline. Personally, with our faith, some of you are considering quitting right now, um, but also your ministries are in decline for a lot of you. Of course, there's a few outliers out there where ministries booming, but for the majority of you, you're you're discouraged. It's hard. Why am I doing this? There's lots of other things I could be doing. God, are you still calling me to this? And we hope that today's episode would encourage you. Yes, you're not alone. And in the next few, we're going to show you hey, what is the role of the apostolic to move us out of the season and what needs to happen? What's the role of the prophetic? What's the role of the evangelist? How how are we going to do that? But before we go there, I want to share with you a graphic that comes from a great book. Two friends of mine wrote it, two friends of Linson's too. Mm -hmm. And it's called Longing for Revival. And I love this graphic that helps explain kind of the process we go through as ministry leaders. And I want to bring us into the middle of it. And then I'm going to kick it to Linson to finish us off. But I hope you can find your story inside of this graphic um, in the same way I can find mine. And the rest of this series is going to be about how to move forward towards revived hope. So let me share it with you right now. Can you see this Linson? Yep. Yep. Okay. So, and for those of you that are listening on podcasts, obviously you can't see it, but you can go uh, to longing for revival, search it and look for the breakthrough curve. Um, So you start at one with a holy discontent. Like a lot of us, you have a vision, you have a calling, you have an excitement to go do that mission. And so you set out, we all know the early days in our ministry, maybe you are in the early days and you're like, what is Bowen Linton talking about? I'm not discouraged. Well, you, you might just be at the beginning season of like you received your calling and you're so excited to step into it, but you move into a next season of called untested faith. And I like to call it like the marriage, like when two people get married, they're on cloud nine and it would be totally inappropriate if someone who's been married 20 years came to them and said, I know you're excited today, but just wait, you're going to go through really hard things. You'd be like, wah, wah. it's like, no. <laughs> At the beginning of your calling, you just, ex- you, you celebrate, you're excited. You pour gasoline on that fire at a wedding. You celebrate, you dance, you congratulate. You don't talk about the challenges that are going to come, but just like in any marriage, um, in a calling, you're going to hit a season where things start getting hard, where you move from this kind of honeymoon season in your calling or your faith. And you move into a season of testing crucified hope. And, and Chung and Pfeiffer, who wrote the book, they talk about it in a way where like you're being stripped of your motives, your desires, maybe even your vision you had, God is doing a different vision and you're kind of being crucified, so to speak. It's, it's, a, it's a crucible where you're being tested and refined in your calling. 
but it feels terrible. It, it's, it's, it's a negative energy in a sense. It's not fun. It's not going up from left to right. You're kind of going down into the bottom of this curve. And all of us at different points in our ministry and in our callings hit a place called the crisis of faith. And that's at the bottom where you just feel like I have nothing left. My vision isn't coming through. I've been disappointed. And I feel this way a lot as I'm here in 2021. And you heard that 2020, I was kind of energized. I had this untested online faith and we're moving into this new era of ministry. And I'm like, this is not what I wanted. This is not what I was hoping for ministry to be in Louisiana. I know many of you are sitting here right now going in 2020, like, this is not what I want to be doing. This is not what I signed up for. I don't like where we are. I'm in a crisis. Maybe I'm going to quit. I don't even want to say it out loud because I sound stupid. I don't know who to tell what I'm really feeling. You are in the bottom of this U curve. And so Linton, talk to us a little bit more about that and like how, what does five look like? What does six look like? And like, what is the rest of this uh, podcast series season Mm -hmm. um, look like to move us from crisis of faith forward? Yeah, I mean, the crisis of faith and, and, and sometimes in scripture, you know, might be called the valley of decision. Like something needs to happen in this space of, of crisis, of darkness, of dryness, of feeling lost. Uh, there's a couple of choices we have to make down there. Um, and the believer is called to a place of revived hope, like uh, going back to believe in the hope of scripture and the hope that we have in Jesus Christ. To, to press into revival, to know that uh, when things are dead um, and the Lord uh, wants them to be alive again, he just breathes on it, the breath of life and things come back to life again. But the temptation at the crisis of faith is to continue to look at all of the trouble that we are going through. And I'm not going to lie, Bo, there are times where I'm just like, dude, if we have another variant of this thing of this pandemic. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. If I have another person who says like, you know, I, uh, I don't know if I want to come back to church anymore. I found another church or, or -hmm. whatnot. Or if I find another friend that tells me that they're going to quit, you know, you know, ministry. I mean, I just keep thinking about that. And if you're not careful, Bo, when you're down there in the, in that, in that trough of this, of this U curve, or down there in the in the in the depths of that valley, uh, the other option is not to turn to Jesus; is to continue to turn to look at these circumstances. and And what happens is you get stuck in this what they call the breakdown loop, um, or it, it's 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 a place of just total loss, you know. And you just stay down there. And the only way really to get out of that, in uh, Mark Sayers. Um, in Reappearing Church, it's another book he wrote, and in a couple other places in his podcast, he really calls the believer to a contending prayer, where we're not simply just praying our needs to the Lord. We move from that to an intercessory prayer, where we begin to pray with a revived sense of hope, Lord, that, uh, Lord, when the tide goes out, you are faithful to bring the tide back in. Uh, when there is a nighttime of sorrow, you are so faithful to bring the sun up the next morning, to bring joy in the morning. Uh, when we go through the valley of the shadow of death, you are faithful to bring your rod and your staff to comfort us. It's like those moments of turning the curve and just putting your trust in Jesus. And what 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 we need to do is that's a revived hope. That And then what happens is because of our faith in Jesus Christ and 
and to tell you the truth, the apostolic, the prophetic, and the evangelistic, they they are in a lot of ways the the spiritual um, optimists, right? That look to the Lord, that that have the entrepreneurial spirit, that hears from the Lord, that calls people to follow Jesus even in dark times, that helps us lead ourselves and others into this place of revived hope. And that's when we start to feel the surge of the spirit of God back into our life. And we hear a friend call us right at the right moment, and we can feel that sense of breath of life coming back into us. Um, Another great illustration Mark Sears is he in his book, he, he says, like, just breathe out completely and just force all the breath out of your lungs and just keep it out as long as you can. The crazy thing is the involuntary way your body is created is that your mouth will open, your, your nose will open, your lungs will prepare itself for a rushing of the wind to come back in. There's just no way you can keep the wind out, the breath out, this Holy Spirit Mm. out. And that's that revived hope. It just comes surging back into your life as you wait and contend in it. And then what happens is as you continue to follow the Spirit of God, you hit this place of breakthrough faith. I mean, it is faith that is richer and deeper than the faith you had before when you first started. It's a vision that is way more clear, way more vibrant. Uh, way, way more sticky. It, it just makes sense to people around you. A lot of clarity happens. And what happens is you begin to actually make more traction than you had before. Um, and more, and you have more clarity than you had before, but you kind of had to go through that crisis of faith and revived hope. Uh, yeah. Does that make sense? Bob? Yeah. I, I think where, where we'll land us today and for all you listening is like this season is mm-hmm. about the crisis of faith. Yeah. That's the season of this podcast. And we're going to show you how you can move from your crisis of faith towards revived hope. We're going to show you how as an apostolic leader, and we're going to share some of our stories, like how, how you're wired, what's important to move you towards revived hope. Or if you're prophetic, what's important to move you towards revived hope. If you're evangelistic, what's important to move you towards revived hope, but not just you personally, you're going to get encouragement personally. If our church is in a crisis of faith, our Western church, look, 46% of pastors are wanting to quit under the age of 45 ministries in decline. How does the apostolic prophetic and evangelistic callings move us out of a crisis of faith in that generative way up towards revival? We're going to talk about that. And so today I simply just want to say, Linton just simply wants to say, don't quit. Yeah. Okay. You're not alone. The season has been hard. It is okay. But what's not okay is that we stay in a breakdown. Um, We need to contend as he shared. We need to fight for our faith, fight for our callings, fight for the breakthrough. We follow a resurrected Jesus who raised, God raised Jesus from the dead. He will raise us from the dead. He can raise our dashed dreams and our Mm -hmm. dashed hopes from the dead. He can raise our callings from the dead. I love how you said that too, Linton, like you can't help, but take a breath, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. your body will just suck that wind back in. Mm -hmm. And that's the Holy spirit that we're praying for you. We want you to pray for us is that a fresh filling of the Holy spirit is coming in this next season. And we need to stay in the game. We need to contend because that revived hope of Holy spirit wind is coming and we're going to see incredible things happen in the ministries God's called us to. So 
Um, looking forward to the next episodes. Um, feel free to share this. Again, we are on YouTube. Release the Ape on YouTube. We're also on all of the audio uh, platforms that you can think of, Spotify, Apple, Google, um, you name it. So go listen to us, go watch us there, share this with your friends, share this with a ministry leader that needs encouragement. So if you know someone out there that you're worried might quit, that you wish they never would send this to them so they can be encouraged. Um, any final word to, to send us off Linton? Yeah, just, just a verse, you know, suffering produces perseverance, perseverance produces character, character produces hope. And that hope will never put us to shame. Mm. Amen. Amen. Hey, praying for you all. Leave us a comment. Send us a prayer request. And we'll be back with episode two in this season. What's the role of the apostolic lead, uh, leader um, in, a, in a season of decline? And so we're, we're excited to talk to you about that next. And we've got some uh, really powerful stories to share uh, about just how we've been battling through this season in our column. So see you next time. Later.